Jennifer Zapparelli. Weekday morning from 9 on 2FM. We're going to talk because New Year, yada, yada, blah, 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 whatever. It is the New Year. We know that in every show on Irish radio. Every radio station, I think, just flogging diets and career advice and all that. All that is coming at you. We know that. But what about the real basics of why do I do what I do? Have you ever asked yourself that question? Why do I do what I do? Oh, there's only one lad I'll listen to about this kind of stuff. His name is Dr. Brian Penny. He's a neuroscientist. He's an author. He's a life coach. And he's about six other jobs. And he's here with me again to talk about motivation and purpose, Brian. Hi, Jen. Hi, Brian. How are you? Very well, very well. Two of my favourite topics today. Really looking I, forward I, to talking about I'd this. I'd say you're dying to talk about <laughs> this. Dying to talk about, about this. Um, it is a really interesting one because it is one of the things, like you've been in, you come in quite regularly talking about different things. But as soon as I heard the word purpose, I was like, it's the question that I instantly ask myself, what is my purpose? And I think I fell into a trap that we all fall into. So let's start with the big one, Brian. What is purpose. Yeah, it's a really interesting one and I think when you talk about purpose and motivation, I think it's interesting that they're both very action orientated things. You're driving yourself forward, purpose driven and motivated and that's something that's there but when you look at the, the differences between them, I think motivation is more in the moment, yeah. purpose is the bigger grander thing. So they're kind of different in time and one of the things that you, you touched on at the end, why do we do what we do? And I think purpose is really um, really driven by our why. Like we know what and how to do a lot of yeah. the things we do, but why are we doing them? And I think it's really uh, linked to our core self. And this is something that I try to really tap into with my clients and with, with myself reflectively as well. What do I value? What is my values as a human being? And when I think of mine personally, <clears throat> excuse me, three of my core values are like energy, relationships and my health. And what I've noticed in my purpose and my life when I reflect on this, like I do a lot of work with other people around uh, lifting energy, so I suppose, helping people with their health mentally and physically as well. And my core values really tap into my purpose of what I do. And why do I do it? Well, it, it, it fills me up. It gives me it gives me good feelings like when I do that. So the why is really important as well. So ask yourself, people should ask themselves, what do they value? What is important to them? And one way of thinking about this is sort of the, the three legs of a stool in life. It's like your wealth, which is your finance and your job and stuff like that, your health, mentally and physically, and your relationships with other people. And I think purpose is really driven around these things as well. Like you can be purpose-driven in terms of your health, purpose-driven in terms of your relationships, but then why do you do what you do every single day? And this is the big thing. Like I was thinking about yourself, Jen, like I I, I would think you as, you as someone that's very motivated. Mm -hmm. would, you, would you agree with that? Yeah, I'm quite a motivated person. Yeah. yeah. And would you be purpose-driven? Yes, I, I am. Well, I'm going to say, like, you just named your, your purpose. What is your purpose? I would say my purpose would be entertainment. Would that be a purpose? Because as Definitely. I'm just thinking about what I do uh, uh, for a living uh, across the board. And I think um, we shouldn't take away from the importance of entertainment, whatever that is, because it brings a lot of joy to people. Relationships is obviously another one for me. But growth is... Uh, would that be a purpose? Growing uh, in some emotionally, 
uh, intellectually, that is very important to me on a year-on-year basis. Uh, you know, when I look at myself last year, have I improved on certain skills or whatever? So growth, would, would you say that could be a purpose? Definitely. Not so much a purpose, but a huge part of purpose. Because okay. again, it's that driving forward. It's like, it, it's it's true growth that we get that. And there's a bit, the reason why I asked you that, because I think you really ticked the, these boxes of a concept I came across a few years ago. And I just love it. And it's basically called Ikigai. Now, it's a Japanese concept, and I'm sure I've completely buttered the word ikigai, whatever, <laughs> whatever how you, you no, actually pronounce I, I, yeah, that. No, I see it written down here in yeah. your notes. Yeah, no, you Ikigai, we'll go with right, that. Yeah. <laughs> so, ikigai basically means iki, or ikigai, whatever that is, is life, and kai, is ik- ikigai, is worth. Okay. So, it's your life worth or your bliss. And there's four elements of this, and I love the simplicity of this, and the four elements of this, the four components of that is... Well, and, and this is more so of your purpose of your, not, not so much your job, but what you do every single day. And the four components are, what do you love? What do you love doing? What are you good at? What the world needs? And can you get paid for it? And that's the key piece that a lot of people leave out. Like, can you get paid for your purpose-driven thing, what it is? And if you tick all four of those boxes, like you love what you do, you're good at it, the world needs it, and you get paid for it, boom you're onto a winner mm. and in terms of entertainment for yourself like I know you've helped me so much as well on my own journey as well Jen like helping other people and boosting other people entertaining other people that's what the world needs you're good at it you love it and you get paid for it as well and you tick those four boxes I think you really touch onto something like all of a sudden it's self-perpetuating it's dragging you forward instead of you getting up and, and, and slugging through the day it's purpose-driven work that you're going to be jumping out of bed for and, and running to towards and I think those four boxes are key Okay and is that what we should ask ourselves if we're trying to so let's say someone's listening now and they're uh, you know they're sitting in work and they're finding something is missing how how do we how do we find our purpose? Yeah, and that this is this is the big challenge, and this is the, it's probably the biggest challenge I have with people on a one-to-one basis when we're trying to find that. And I just want to take two examples. So imagine the bank manager who is unhappy in life that gets paid a fortune, right? So they are good at what they do, they don't love it. The world needs it; it's a service, and they get paid for it. But they're missing one of the boxes. But then you could have someone that's super compassionate, really sensitive. They're out there doing super runs, helping the world. The world needs it; they love doing it. They're brilliant at it, but they're not getting paid, and and they need to look after themselves yeah. as well. So you need to be ticking all those boxes. So when it comes to the questions, this is a really challenging thing to find out what what this is. And the big question I always ask myself: I ask myself this on a regular basis: What makes you come alive? Like what actually brings surges of excitement in your chest and your belly that makes you sort of feel alive and come alive? And that's really an important question. And it might be something like maybe there's lots of different things that could shine a light on that. Like what did you love doing as a kid? What gave you the energy as a kid? Like playing football, doing uh, playing Pictionary with your family. Maybe you should have been an actor. Maybe these are the things you should have done. That's what gave you the fire in the belly. But society says you need to be an accountant. You need to be a bank manager. You need to do X and Y. So the world and our parents as well start to put us in a safety box whereas our purpose and the thing that we love, the thing that would have made us come alive is the thing we really should have been chasing. So maybe we should ask ourselves, what what did, he, what did we resist doing because it seemed a little bit too out there for mm-hmm. our parents or for those societal norms? And when I, I think yourself, Jen, like if you told your, your parents when you were younger that you're going to be a, a, a DJ, a radio DJ. They want to say, oh, maybe radio do host, something. Radio host, radio host. Let's get a that radio right host, first sorry. Of all, <laughs> before the muse, Tracy Clifford comes at me 
with a sledgehammer. Uh, yeah, I worked in the entertainment. They would have. Yeah. Yeah. They well, they, they you got you need to go get a real job. Real job. That's that's the that's awards, isn't it? Yeah. And and that's what it is. And even when I when I found uh, recovery myself, I wanted to go back to college and I wanted to be a speaker then as well. And my parents were like, "I'll oh, go back and just do what you used to do. Good doing nothing the drugs, obviously. <laughs> the, the real job part. Go and do something that's a little bit safer." So sometimes we have to just step outside of the box. And I consider myself like a more of an entrepreneur now. I love the business side of things. So maybe start up a little side hustle on the side. You don't have to leave your job and take yes. that big leap. Yeah. Start a little side hustle. Expose yourself to multiple things, multiple courses, taste loads of different things. Variety is key and see what grabs a hold of you and pushes you forward. Once we've established purpose, the big one then is motivation, isn't it? So how do we motivate ourselves to get up every day and work towards it? Because it's extra time, it's extra yeah. energy. Where does that motivation come from? And this is the daily. This is more like the, the macro is more of the purpose-driven stuff. And then you think of, right, the micro, the daily stuff, the motivation you need on a daily basis. And this is, motivation is probably my my favourite topic of all topics. And I think it's really confused with many, many people. I often hear people saying, oh, I'm not motivated, I'm lazy. And they internally think that who they are as a person so the reality is with motivation that it lives outside of ourselves it's not inside of us it's outside of ourselves so if I said to someone are you motivated to go for a run do you like running are you motivated to run and they say hell no you'll never catch me running and all of a sudden I get a vicious dog and put it behind them they're going to run <laughs> so you can motivate people through the environment and through certain things and sometimes it's internal things that is killing their motivation like stress and anxiety if someone's really stressed and really anxious and I know this myself I'm sure people can relate to this it's very hard to get up and go to the gym it's very hard to do the things that you want to do to have that motivation if you're struggling so those triggers and on the outside those cues externally and internally really have a big impact on our motivation and the other big component of this as well and it's really the biggest one is 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 the triggers that that helps us to do things like mm-hmm. the dog, the vicious dog that's going to mm-hmm. g- give us the motivation to do that. That's one component. But another component of behaviours to repeat it on a daily basis and this is around habit formation as well is the rewards. So it's very easy to be motivated to eat a bar of chocolate because there it is in the fridge. It tastes great. The reward, it's really rewarding because it tastes nice. So how do you reward yourself in terms of the things that you do on a daily basis. And and this really brings us back around to the purpose stuff as well. Because there's two types of rewards. We can have intrinsic rewards and extrinsic rewards. And you can nearly say intrinsic motivation versus extrinsic motivation. So you can be extrinsically motivated through the reward you get through your employees giving you money. It's an external thing. You're rewarded by that. You're rewarded by praise if people tell you, I've done a great job on that. It's a nice external reward. But when it comes to purpose and that continuous motivation, we kind of need that internal stuff. Okay. And it's around, it's more so for me, it's around other people. It's, I think that's why purpose-driven stuff is around relationships, service to other people, connecting and belonging with other people. Like, you don't need to be externally rewarded or motivated to do the things for your kids on a daily basis. It's that internal reward. Mm -hmm. So it's really important to recognise what motivation is. You need to be Look at the rewards of what's going on. So in terms of your health, let's say you're getting up in the morning and you want to uh, 
uh, start a gym routine or mm-hmm. go for walks in nature think about the intrinsic rewards of that you're going to feel better you're going to feel more at peace you're going to feel more present they're not as rewarding as like a bar of chocolate or money in the bank and this is why you're sort of fighting against these things but think about what those rewards are and what how you can trigger that motivation as well I think it's really important Okay really good tips what's going on in the brain with this kind of stuff? Yeah it's a, re- it's a really interesting one there's, there's great science around this and one of the things that I think people get caught up with I, I was talking about rewards here as well and motivation and drive and when people think about dopamine we yeah. all, we've all heard about dopamine mm-hmm. it's often called the pleasure neurotransmitter in the brain and it is it does give you pleasure it makes you feel good mm-hmm. but it's massively linked to motivation and drive because although it makes you feel good from an evolutionary perspective, it's not making you feel good for the sake of it. It's making you feel good so you'll do it again. Hence, have the motivation to do it again. And there was a beautiful little study with rats that they'd done a few years ago where they started to cut out the dopamine receptors within the brain of the rats so they weren't experiencing dopamine. Um, the studies that they do on rats, they get them to press a lever, a lever. And when the lever, uh, they press the lever, they get some food. And what they done was with the rats, they sort of um, had it in a way that they couldn't really move and they cut off the dopamine centers of the brain. And what they did was they basically put the rats right beside the lever and they would hit the lever and get food even though the dopamine was knocked off. But if they moved the rat like about one body length away from the lever, they didn't move. They weren't motivated to move. So if they were beside the lever, they still clicked it to get the reward, Mm -hmm. but they weren't motivated for it as well. So it's just that real, that that intrinsic link between motivation, rewards and drive. You really need to be tapping into all of these different components. But it's a lovely question to ask yourself at this time of year. Purpose, isn't it? I mean, it's more important than uh, goals, whatever. I mean, it's kind of similar to goals, but it's a a question that we don't often hear. But it is so important because that can set out your life path. And when I'm talking about that, I'm talking about your your balance in life, your happiness, right? So it's one of those questions that you should really just sit down and would you say writing stuff down and what makes you tick and what used to make you tick will help you find your purpose? Definitely. So what I've started, 2023 is by my best start in terms of health and energy, mental health, physical health that I've ever had. And I'm I'm looking at some of the reasons behind that. Some of the things I've, I've sort of got objective measures of certain things and I'm mm-hmm. being military around me food and my exercise and stuff. But it was for a, a thing that I started doing this year, only this year, is a re- reflective evening exercise. And it only takes me 60 seconds. Sometimes I do it brushing my teeth or I do it just sitting in the chair. And it's four questions. What did I do good today? What did I do bad today? How did I feel today? But the biggest one that made a huge difference in my life is what good did I do today? And I found myself saying, right, I didn't really do much good today. And what that done was, that gave me the motivation for the following day to seek and look out for good that I can do in the world. And it's just like having conversations with people. If you see people that have been struggling with something, Sending having a bit a of text, t- having a bit a text, of time. Yeah. yeah. These things. Wow. And back to purpose, back to that intrinsic stuff again. And that's just like, for me, I didn't want to add something, another tool, another tactic into my life. But these, those four little questions, and maybe it's just one question for some people, what good did you do today? to spur you on to do other things. And the funny thing is, when you do stuff for other people, you feel better. Ah, you do. You, you do. really do. That is so true. Yeah. And if it's, it's taking the focus off yourself and the more selfish goals as well. And Definitely. And it, it makes complete sense. 
Um, thank you for that. Some great tips. And if you're going to ask yourself anything today, uh, maybe ask yourself, what is your purpose? And hopefully we've given you some tips today. Uh, can we talk about Russell Brand? We kind of did. Let's do it. <laughs> Very exciting stuff. Just to give people a bit of a, a background about your uh, stalking of Russell Brand. Stalking, that's the way of putting it. Yeah, it really is. Uh, so when I found Recovery, 2009, reading lots of books, obsessed with recovery and everything around it. And Russell Brand, for me, he's so, he's so smart, he's quick, he's funny. He was just someone, I read his books and I just thought he was great and I wanted to have a conversation with Russell Brand. So I done a, I done a, one of my big cor- first corporate talks, it was a real big gig I was doing that got recorded and for some reason I just called out Russell Brand. I remember in the talk I was like, I sent, like I genuinely just stalked Russell Brand. I sent him tweets, I sent him emails, I got the names and numbers of his uh, publicists and stuff like that I went through the happy pair because they were in contact mm-hmm. with him I chased and chased and chased them no joy crickets couldn't get through to him and then um, I, I, I checked it was a, like an Instagram campaign of all the people that followed me and they were all hammering Russell Brand you have to talk to Brian Penny you have to talk to Brian Penny and that sort of died down about three years ago I started a little bit I was persistent but I sort of stopped other things got in the way I was still like in the back of my head it was there and then just before Christmas a guy called Brian McDermott some football people might recognise his name he's a Premier League manager was a Premier League manager with Leeds and Redden and stuff like that. And Brian's been on his own journey and we're going to be doing a bit of work together. And I was chatting to Brian and the conversation of Russell Brand came up. And he says, oh, I'm mates with Russell Brand. He only lives up the road, so I'll probably see him soon. And with that, over the weekend, just gone, I get a video. I think uh, it's going to play the clip. Mm-hmm. I got a video from uh, from Russell and Brian. <sighs> this is incredible. Have a listen <laughs> to this. Brian, we stopped bugging me with the social media messages. <laughs> <laughs> i just seen your message. Fantastic. All you, all you had to do was ask. Be a bit more. If there's a message, just be a bit more persistent. Don't don't flake out on things. And uh, I'll see you soon. <laughs> Loads of love. Take care. I'll speak to you. Isn't that amazing? It's After amazing. all your years of persisting and manifesting, meeting Russell Brand, it's happening. It's happening. It paid off. And it it's, absolutely paid off. And taps back into the purpose-driven stuff as well, Jan. Like, it's like he does a lot of work around helping people in recovery and it's back to that as well it's that intrinsic motivation just to have these conversations help other people as well so yeah brought a smile to my face oh brought a smile to my face oh, finally oh thank god you reply that's amazing Dr Brian Penny thank you so much for joining us again where can people find out what you're doing and what you're at yeah so the best place to go is always Instagram Instagram 78 as you've told me before Jan giving away my age yeah. <laughs> and I'm getting older every time I go but um, yeah the website as well but it's actually down at the minute for some strange reason but usually brianpenny.com I'm, I'm doing a lot of work actually in the corporate arena right now I'm going to do a public talk as well on this a freebie public talk so I'm going to put put the word out soon on that through Instagram so it's around resilience based tools evidence based resilience tools Amazing. so I'm delivering that in the corporate arena but I will be doing a public uh, talk on that soon as well this session Deadly. Jennifer Zapparelli weekday morning from 9 on 2FM